0: It's the obligatory podcast with Kermit and Mike, episode forty-five. We got it right this time, and uh, welcome back, everyone. Mike, welcome back. Hey, we thanks took a, a lot. week off.
1: Well, we decided to go different directions. I feel
0: okay. We you can know, stay with that. Like,
1: yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I tried to do a pod thing without you. It was called the obligatory podcast with Jameson and Mike. And how'd that go? Um, instant. Instant success. It was meant to be a spoof because we took a week off, but I didn't want to leave people thinking we forgot about him. It was a, you know, so I put that out. And it was just me with a bottle of Jameson. And I was going to be like, hey, welcome to the obligatory podcast with Jameson and Mike. And I talk shit about you and not being around and everything else. And it was meant to be like a spoof. And it turned into like an hour long Facebook live But then me
0: and Pedro decided to sabotage.
1: Yeah. And then you guys got upset. <laughs> and then you guys tried to do the obligatory podcast with Pedro. And Ker- you tried to do it like live on Instagram on Facebook. or Facebook we or We tried to do a three-way. Yeah, it work out And well. it didn't work out. No, it so, didn't work out well. So we figured this is the... Uh, This is the least of all evils to just
0: come back together and do it here. So, here we go. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, if you didn't know, we have Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube page, of course. You can always hear us on Google Play, I think. They always kind of take us off. And Spotify, podcast app, and iTunes, of course. Mm -hmm. And Podbean, our provider. Yeah. And... Oh, right. upcoming shows. We got uh, December seventeenth. We got a toy drive at the other bar.
1: Is that the eighth or ninth annual toy drive? It there? is a seventh. Seventh? Are you sure?
0: Yeah, because I did the flyer.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that that means nothing. <laughs> that mean- <laughs> that, <laughs> in fact, now I have to triple check it. Now you got triple you're check involved. It. Yeah.
0: All right, and then uh, we have. The Rose of Santa Claus, December twenty third at oh, the Orlando oh, Improv. Oh,
1: oh. Yeah, you man. are not playing Santa, even what? though you're built like Santa. Oh but it's my okay. gosh! Well, you're not playing an elf, even though you're built like one. <laughs> you're just I am playing. You're playing Rudolph. a stupid reindeer. Yeah, how does it feel? Know your show's probably going to get banned this year, anyway. Hey, my,
0: my what? Yeah, Rudolph. What are you talking about?
1: People are up in arms over Rudolph, man. Apparently, uh, they're asking for like not it not to be aired anymore because it, it like. It, it's got all this bullying and everything in it, and not just from, like, you know, the <laughs> abominable snow monster. Like, groups are going through now and analyzing everything. Like, nothing's safe anymore. Nothing's just nice anymore. Wait, you they, do
0: they curse or something in the...
1: No, uh, they go back through, and they're like, well, if you really look at it, look at Rudolph. First, he's, you know, he's born... And his dad's all excited till he sees the red nose. And the first thing his dad does is he's like, how could you do this to me? I'm embarrassed. And he goes and covers up his deformity with mud. And then he's taunted (laughs) by the other reindeers who won't let him play other games. And even Santa... Santa comes to see Rudolph once he's born, and he says, I think his dad is Donner or something like that. And Santa says to Donner, like, oh, Donner, this is such an embarrassment. Like, because, yeah. It's, i got to rewatch that. And, like, it's all there, but I've never picked up on any of this. And then the whole thing is no one really, uh, what is it? There's the elf that doesn't want to make toys. He wants to be a dentist, and he gets shunned for that, so they have to <laughs> run away. And then uh, nobody gives a shit about Rudolph until Santa can use him for something. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, thanks. You know, so it's like, man, they they really just make Rudolph into like this disabled kid that, you know.
0: But they give him a job at the end of the show, at the end of the movie. Yeah, so yeah. That's what it's all about.
1: It's like the autistic kid that makes the cookies at Publix. Right. Know? Yeah. No. They taste they okay. Work the, they work the bags.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're not in perfect shape. They put kind of- the
1: bleach on top of the eggs.
0: <laughs> Tide pod cookies are good. All right. Just- that's
1: horrible. But, you know, this is all stuff. I'm like, man, who has this much time to sit there and go through Rudolph? And it's like, I always thought Rudolph was inspirational because it was like that whole underdogs. There would be no Rudolph story if Rudolph was born. Everybody's like, yeah, we're cool with you. You know, and that's it. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, if, if he comes out fine and everybody loves him, there's no journey. There's no heroic triumph over the snowmen. There's no making friends and finding people that accept you for being strange because they're strange. There's a whole storyline there. If it was just like, oh, you got a light up nose. We can put you at the front of the sleigh. That song would be like two seconds long. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose and he led Santa's sleigh. The end. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Doesn't even fucking rhyme. That's how horrible <laughs> that song is. Speaking of songs that are apparently terrible, everybody's going crazy this year over baby it's cold outside
0: what's wrong with that song
1: have, th- have you heard the song
0: you really should instead. stay yeah, it's
1: a i really can't it's a it's a duet yeah
0: baby is guy cold and a girl outside. it's been
1: remade like three or four times now yeah and basically it's a guy and a girl going back and forth and he's like i i get the feeling they're at his place And she's like, oh, I gotta go. He's like, oh, no, it's cold outside. She's like, I really can't stay. It's cold outside. And he's doing that thing where he's like, hey, no, stick around. Have another drink. And then there's a line. She's like, what's in this drink? And stuff like that. (laughs) And now they're saying that was all like a Bill Cosby thing, you know? Really? Yeah. So basically they're saying this whole song is about date rape. It's a girl who's drawn the line and wants to go. But this guy's pushing his male dominance upon her to stick around so he can...
0: <laughs> let's, let's hear it. All right, here. Oh, this is instrumental. Whoops. Okay. Whoops. This is. Yeah, instrumental. that's okay. not gonna work
1: unless you want to take the girls' part.
0: I'll take. We'll, we'll, we'll do the. We'll do. The, we'll do it. Let's do it together.
1: Do you have it? Do you do have I, the lyrics? I
0: have the. No. We'll make. We'll you, make you our need, own. You need the lyrics. All right, hold on. This is Dean Martin.
1: Okay. Dean's cool. But is he I'm, rapey? On the downside, Dean probably did take it. <laughs> he <laughs> he's probably the not the person to be saying. You really shouldn't go. So let's analyze this. Hey
0: baby, it's cold outside. Not to go but maybe it's cold outside. Yeah, it's cold outside. Don't go outside. Stay inside. I hold your hands just like ice. All right.
1: Her mom's waiting on her. Her mom's worried.
0: Yeah. Oh her dad's Her dad's worried. like,
1: Where is my daughter? Now, does that sound like she's like she sounds like she wants the? Well, maybe I'll stay for another half. A, who the fuck has half a drink?
0: Yeah, half a drink. You the, got a full drink, honey. Yeah,
1: she's a she's a glasses half full type gal. Yeah. Right? All right. What else we got?
0: Maybe it's bad out there. Okay.
1: Now stop right there. The neighbors might think. How how thin are these walls? Like <laughs> like I have neighbors. I don't even know if the I. The guy could have killed his wife ten years ago. I wouldn't know. That's how often I see my neighbors. Plus, I'm just not concerned about them. Well, maybe it's cold outside. And then the very next line is, "Say, hey, what's in this drink?"
0: Oh, I don't worry about it. It
1: just, boo, 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 boo.
0: <laughs> it just goes
1: sleep. And just stir it with the poo and pop. You just rest your <laughs> it head. It puts the drink in its mouth.
0: <laughs> rest your head on my. See crouch. now,
1: uh, the writer's daughter, the guy who wrote the song. uh... His daughter has come forth and said, you got to listen to the song in the time that it was written in. And back then, it was one of these things where women cared more about their appearance. They didn't want to look like they were cheap or easy or anything else. So like, uh, part of that is like when they're concerned about what the neighbors will think about them being there past a certain time and everything else. But also, she said that the phrase, what's in this drink, was like a joke back then when a joke, when a drink was really weak or something. They would be like, What's in this drink? Like it almost meant the opposite of being drugged. It meant right, hey, right. this drink could use a little more. So according to according to the writer's daughter, uh, this is a weak drink at this point of the song. So what else we got?
0: Should we should we do our own lyrics to babies going outside? Uh right, keep going. You wanna do the actual Yeah, let's let's, see, let's let's break list. this down. I wish I your eyes are like He sounds like he's just being a nice complimentary guy at this point. He sounds like he has a raging boner right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know you got something. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) Wait. Like, he's like, Don't hurt my pride. He's like, nah, you yeah. You don't go in out there and telling everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You uh, didn't get this good
1: D. <laughs> that's that's like a guy in a club going, Hey baby, can't get those digits? <laughs> and she's like, No. And he's like, Look, you can't make me look bad of my look. Okay, now I'm starting to see how this is getting a little bit <laughs> creepy. Here. Yeah. All right. So let's see, uh maybe just half a drink more.
0: So what are they gonna okay. remove this song from the radio? Maybe, period.
1: Maybe I drink. So, uh, where were we? Uh her and my pride. Alright, what else we got?
0: You wanna keep on going with yeah, this song? Dude, yeah. I just this wanna... song is like three minutes long.
1: It's fine. It's I just want to see where it goes.
0: Well now it's the instrumental part where he's like where like he's like dragging her to the room. <laughs> must go, Maybe it's cold outside. The answer is no.
1: Sister's a nosy bitch, anyway.
0: For the record, her whole family's looking for her. She's been missing. <laughs> <Her whole family. laughs> this bitch has been missing from home for a while. She's on some yeah. cartons. And you gotta
1: remember, you know, it's not like she's. This song was written on one. When? when was this song? Was uh, it the 40s? Something at like least. That. Okay. So it's not like. It's not like mom's like blowing up her text and she's like, I'm on the way. You no. know, it's like they have no idea what their daughter is. Last time they heard their daughter was going to a Bobby Sox dance or something like that, <laughs> and now the cop cars are out, everybody's driving around. It's there's a snowstorm going on.
0: Mom, Dad, I'm gonna go get me some shakes and burgers. <laughs> burger. It's they're, cold outside. They're,
1: they're dialing up the phone going, Yes, put me through to extension one. Is my daughter there? No. Put me through to extension two. Is my daughter there?
0: That's <laughs> a, to... That was like, that was like, uh, mystery solved. Can't find her. She's <laughs> <Yeah>. missing. We <laughs> went right. through all the numbers one through nine.
1: I can <laughs> see why this is getting a little bit creepy. What else we got? You want to keep on going with this? Well, oh, let us finish it.
0: All right, let's finish it. My and, brother's be there and her brother. She has up. a whole oh. family.
1: But maybe <laughs> okay, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> This guy's hungry, man. (laughs) He's not not just thirsty.
0: He he is is hungry. He wants a big gulp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't be going out there freezing that. She
1: she she literally says, she literally says, lend me a coat. Like he's he's like he's like it's cold out there, and she's like, well, lend me a coat, and like apparently to him that's not an option right now.
0: It's three minutes of of not quitting. (laughs) Wait, what did she say? What did she say?
1: (laughs) She says there's bound to be talk tomorrow. You know, if she doesn't get home or she gets home too late, or people see her leaving, and he goes, think of my lifelong sorrow. Which in nineteen forties talk is I got blue balls. You don't wanna <laughs> leave me with blue balls. You would put me through that pain. Which uh, I think blue balls are like the nineties way of saying lifelong sorrow. Yeah. Like I had a lot of friends who would actually tell their girl, Oh well, you're gonna leave me with blue which
0: is that a thing for you? Blue balls?
1: Yeah, like a girl gets you so worked up or you get so worked up and then you don't release and there's a pain.
0: I mean, yeah, in high school it's ridiculous. <laughs> I was, in, I was in class all day with blue balls, man. It was, it was horrible. Every minute. Well, it's because you're a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> Son of
1: a bitch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, is not, that is not the meaning of blue balls. Oh, really? <laughs> no.
1: No. Imagine the white. Smurfs. <laughs> all those males, one female. You're telling me that whole village didn't have... Grumpy was the only believable Smurf in that. Was he even Grumpy? What was his name?
0: Yeah, it was Grumpy Smurf was or it grouchy grouchy yeah because disney yeah, yeah. had the trademark right. on
1: grumpy things that we're at <laughs> <laughs> all right we're almost done we're almost done with this song Yeah, it's almost over
0: really what the f- <laughs> if you mm-hmm. get ammonia and die yeah. yeah she joins them singing though Yeah, and All that's, right, that's it.
1: it. Written by Frank Lesser, who did a lot of, like Broadway shows. He was like a respectable Broadway writer. And, and everything. what's his, uh, And how
0: many? How many? How many years did he serve in the pen?
1: <laughs> oh, if he wrote that song today, oh, he'd be an animal. Even those heavy metal bands that when you play their music backwards is like "kill your parents, kill yourself." They'd be like,
0: we can't believe someone would put out a song like that. <laughs> oh, Rob Zombie should remix his song. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that song. I guess uh, a lot of uh, a lot of pressure to pull it from the airwaves and everything, and some uh, stations have actually caved and crumbled.
0: Is that the only song that's getting pulled for Christmas?
1: The only one I know of right now. You know what's funny though is it is it weird that everything happens to entertainment because broadcasters, networks, uh, theaters, everybody wants everybody wants the consumer's dollar. You right. know, so they'll get rid of someone who's accused of. You know, um, anything like sexually explicit, without even a investigation or a trial, they're like, oh, we're, we're pulling them. Like Netflix pulled Cosby stuff long before the investigation was done and everything. You know, because they don't want to be around anyone who's even accused of that. And it's it's only with like with products and radio and networks, stuff where they're trying to get consumer dollars. Because look how many politicians get accused of stuff all the time. And some of them actually get investigated, but because there's no one that holds them accountable, you know, they never do jail time. Are they you never do about solid- <laughs> no, you am talking about Trump? No, I'm talking about just politicians <laughs> okay. in general, man. It's like, how come, like, the Me Too movement ruined so many celebrities, rightfully so, you know, if they were guilty, rightfully so, but, like... You brought it up, yeah. Trump. How many fingers does he have pointing at him? And nothing's changed. For I'll him.
0: tell you, you're gonna say how many fingers he has inside of a person or inside mm. someone. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Stormy Daniels, that other chick, that that I, chick. It's
1: all fake news and smocking guns.
0: Smocking guns. What an asshat. He needs a <laughs> proofreader.
1: Yeah. I'm still re- remember Covefe that this is oh. all going to come out. Oh, I remember. <laughs> what's going to come out that you don't know how to spell Congress. That's what's going to come. Was well, that what he's trying yeah, to spell? That
0: was it. Uh, I didn't know what the fuck. I thought he was trying to spell confetti. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was trying to s- spell. Mm. And he did it all in caps, too, like an asshat.
1: You know, it's just sad to me that the man who needs the most sleep is up all night misspelling tweets. Dude, he <laughs> does that
0: shit like at two in the morning. Yeah. in the morning.
1: Yeah. That's one of the great thoughts hit.
0: Yeah. That always works out.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not going to let this become about him. I'm yeah. not going to ruin my Christmas. Don't ruin your. You Christmas. You know what ruined my Christmas? I went Christmas tree shopping over the weekend.
0: Like real Christmas shop, or real tree, yeah, or a fake tree. I, I, like no,
1: we, we do. I, I, I'm. I've always been a real tree person, but I'm. I'm leaning towards the fake tree Dude, now. It's too much upkeep. But I can't get the kids on board with it.
0: They don't know the difference. Yeah, they do. Just spray the damn tree with the smell of the pine but, bullshit.
1: But I've been getting it from the same place for like the past four years. And and I went to the same time this year. I thought I did. Uh, I always go like, you know, the week, first week is December or whatever. And the place I usually go, all closed up, slim pickings. Like, <laughs> and so then I went to a place that I'd seen like another tree lot. And these were one of those pop-up tree lots, you know. And I was like, oh, I'll go check it out there. And they were trying to sell, like, the Charlie Brown Christmas tree for, like, $182. <laughs> and so I, was, I wilted I, over. I, dude, th- we're we're talking horrible. Like, have you ever seen the Christmas story? Of course. You see where they go, the tree lie, and he hits the one, and the needles all fall yeah. off. Yeah. Th- that was this guy. Like, And it was called... Uh, I want to call it Josetos. Josetos. Time out.
0: You went to a place called Josetos?
1: Josetos Christmas trees.
0: Well, clearly... Those are real trees. Those yeah. are, those are, palm they had
1: trees. one dude as soon as I walked in, he's like, Hey, man, can I help you? I'm like, I'm, <laughs> Is he, a, is he Mexican? <laughs> not, no, he was not. He was more of a local hire. Okay. And this that was voice over he on, put in this there. was over on Michigan and Orange. He was a local hire. So I went over and I got the kids and we're walking around and everything else. And I'm just looking at the price. I see like a, a tree that's like, Yeah, it's not, it's not what I usually like, but let's check it out. $132. I'm like, Now, be it, they did have like a, Thirteen foot tree there that was nice and full for like five hundred bucks.
0: Five hundred dollars for a damn tree that's gonna. You spent five
1: thousand for
0: a fucking bed. Now see, no, <laughs> don't turn this into the bed thing. Five hundred dollars for a tree that's gonna die. Mm-hmm. See, like my bed's gonna last. Yeah, the tree. Yeah, because
1: it doesn't see no action.
0: No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're gonna be able to sell that in ten years, like new you condition. Son you of a son a bitch. of a bitch. <laughs>
0: First off, it has plenty of dents already. And it's a Tempur-Pedic. I put some work, um, and I'm by myself when I do it. But that's not the point. What the hell are you talking about? Your stupid tree. Yeah, whatever, man.
1: So, so, um, yeah, so then I leave, and I got the kids with me, because I look at their mom, and I'm like, yeah, we're not buying a tree here. Because even if I find a decent one, if they're selling the fucking Charlie Brown one for 100 plus, it's it's not worth it, you know? Right. So I leave, and the guy who approached me when I first came in came running up while I'm walking in the car. He's like, hey, man, what's the matter? Didn't see anything you like? I'm like, nope, not today. Thanks. So then he leaves, and then the guy who looks like Jose himself comes walking out. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, what's going on? Man? Hey, man, que pasa? What's I'm, wrong with your tree, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like uh, what's up? And he's like, "Oh, well, what's going on?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, we didn't see anything we liked." He's like, "Oh, I got more in the back. I can open them up for you if you want." I'm like, "No, we're looking for a very specific tree." I tried to give him like three different ways to get out, and then he's like, "Well, what are you looking for?" I'm like, "I'm looking not to get ripped off. That's what I'm looking for." I'm like, "Dude, I buy Christmas trees every year. I know what the going rate for a tree is, and you guys are overcharging." He's like, "Well, you know, the price on the he got all like car salesman. He's like, "The price on the tree. We got some wiggle room. We got some negotiations." I'm like. On December 26th, those are all worth zero dollars.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like, i have you ever seen Dust Till Dawn? Yes. And the scene where Cheech comes out and he describing the kind of women they have. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just picture that happening. You're like, wait, 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 yo. Look, <laughs> we got fat trees, skinny trees, pussy you know trees, what? You know wet what? trees. That, that's,
1: that's our next project with Jake Rika. We're gonna do, we're gonna Like a
0: tree salesman <laughs> guy. I got all kinds of trees. Hey, man. And welcome and to Pool's <laughs> Tours, Pizzas, and Christmas Trees. Well, where are you going? I said, say, Look, I got this kind of. I got the palm trees. I got the real tree. I got the smoky trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trees, trees, trees. Trees, trees, and trees. <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah, you should go get a job there. <laughs> But yeah, so then uh, I went into that dad mission mode where we had planned on going pick up a tree and then she had to go shopping with the kids, like grocery shopping. And I'm like, look, take the kid. We had taken both cars, you know? And I'm like, look. Take the kids. Go shopping. I will
0: take care of this. Is this like a man thing now?
1: It's a man thing. And I <laughs> went to four different places.
0: Four? Are you going to find w- one damn tree?
1: Yeah, I, I'm very specific about trees. Oh, and even the one I got, it's smaller than the ones we've had for the past, since Aiden was born. It must
0: be a white thing. I never even heard of this. What? That's, this, this is definitely Caucasian Gotta culture. Got to tree? Yeah, perfect tree.
1: Oh, and then uh, when I got to one place, and this is how... You- Did you get a tree that doesn't even fit in a damn house? I wish. No, this one fits fine. Uh, I always bring my own box cutter because they put the trees in nets. You know, they have them in those nets, and sometimes you're just like at the whim of whoever's working the lot that day, what they're going to open. I go, and I just start opening up whatever I want, and uh, I opened up. I got to this place where I finally found the tree, and I opened up one seven footer, and I was like, okay, that's nice. It's full, but seven foot. Holy shit. Yeah. And then I went and opened up another one. And I'm standing them up against the fence, looking at both. And while I'm opening up the other one a little bit more, some woman comes over with her husband and a kid. And they're like, here
0: it is. This is the one.
1: Like, I did all the work. I opened it up, spread it out, set it up, everything else. And I just looked at her. I'm like, "Uh, actually, that might be mine. And she's like, well, is it or isn't it? I'm like, I'm fucking buying both of them. You said that. Yeah. And then she's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then she's like, uh, 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 and her husband like, came know, he's like, what's the problem here? I'm like, your your wife's trying to tick my tree, and he's just like, uh, well, are you buying? I'm like, I'm buying both of them, you know, because at first I said I'm Dude, trying. You always pick fights. How's that pick? Bitch tried to take my tree. <laughs> <laughs> bitch tried to take my tree. <laughs> bitch tried <laughs> to take <tick> my, <laughs> my tree. I don't I don't get how I do things and you view it as wrong.
0: <laughs> Is that wrong? I just find it funny that you always. What, get, what
1: would you have done? What would you have done?
0: I don't know. I've never been in situations like this. Exactly. I just find it funny. Exactly. I just find it hilarious. But yeah. you no, know, keep going. I mean, it's just find it funny. No. You're always in these weird situations where you cause conflict.
1: I do. I walk through a mall and I say to myself, "Don't hit anyone." <laughs> Don't hit anyone. You're so angry. Don't hit anyone. You're talking about me being Don't angry. Hit You're anyone. so angry. Don't hit anyone. And then, you know, I'm I'm constantly and you got to remember, just an hour before, this was supposed to be a 30-minute thing that's turned into taking up my whole Sunday. And now I'm at the finish line. I got two trees uh-huh. I'm just trying to figure out which one's going to be more perfect, and this fucking little suburban mom just <laughs> walks into this place with fucking nothing but scraps and twigs and these all all these other trees are bundled up and then there's all these other trees that just are ugly trees and this bitch thinks she walks into a tent and sees a perfect tree and that oh my god it must be meant for it me
0: was calling for her you set it up and it, it she was calling
1: it. for my fist in her fucking <laughs> face <laughs> oh jeez yeah how come your mom has a banjo over her nose and in all the christmas photos of 2018 well it's a short story
0: <laughs> so wait so what did the husband say
1: he he! You could tell she was the. Because you
0: said, "I'm buying both fucking trees." That yeah, what you said? That's yeah. what word for word what you yeah. said. Because in that tone, this
1: is exactly how the conversation said. <laughs> okay, I had one tree opened up. I had the other tree that I was cutting the netting off, but I had moved away from the regular area. Like there's the tent, and then there's the back fence, and I went and set my tr- tree choices against the back, like chain link fence, uh-huh. so I could get a better look, take pictures, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And while I was cutting the netting off the other one. She comes walking up full on, doesn't even ask me, hey, is this, she just grabs the tree and possessions of the tree is like nine-tenths of purchasing a tree. If it's in your hand, it's yours. So she grabs and she's like, look, honey, I found our tree. And I'm like, "Uh, actually, I might be buying that one. And she looks, she's like, well, you're opening that one. Like, that's the tone she took with me right then. I'm like, well, I'm looking at both of them. And she's like, well, you didn't, she's like, you're, you're, opening that one and that's why i said i'm buying both fucking trees (laughs) and i would have too like if i had to just to prove a fucking point i would have bought both fucking trees and i would have thrown the other one in the fucking pool because i don't give a shit
0: so wait so wait (laughs) so the husband walks up
1: the husband walks up. what's what's going on with their like six-year-old son all
0: right and he's like what the what's going on older guy or your age or what
1: well, if he is my age, he's an older guy. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. I mean like an older guy or like a what like what would you say? He he was probably
1: probably forty five or so. Okay, so yeah, just a little bit older. Did he than look me.
0: like he would like throw down or he's just kinda like what
1: No, the hell? no, thank God, no. Thank because, God <laughs> because
0: knowing your luck, you'd have turned into, like some guy with cauliflower ear and, like, <laughs> my problem
1: is I don't walk away from fights I know. when I should. <laughs> <laughs> so wait so, so
0: okay he kind of what's the problem yeah
1: he's like what's go- what's your going on, your honey? bitch
0: wife is trying to take both my trees
1: she she turns into the victim you know like ah, oh, i picked out this tree and now this gentleman's trying to take it from me and i'm like i looked at him i'm like see all those trees all wrapped over there i had these two i set them up here i cut them open i'm looking to see which one i like better and he's like, Oh, okay. Well, honey, it seems like he's, you know, trying to pick out Well, he didn't have to get so snippy with me. Uh, and then he just gave me a look like, dude, I deal with this every fucking day. And then he, that was it. And then that was it. Okay. And then they kept eyeballing me. Like they walked around. They did the same thing when I first got there. They looked, realized everything that was on display was shit. And you could see here she kept eyeballing back to see if I was dropping that tree. Picking whichever one. And uh the way they do it on tree lots is you have to get a tag, go in and pay inside, then come back. And this time around, I wouldn't do it because I'm not gonna leave this tree unattended. So I went over to the guy who, they got always have a guy that saws off and throws it in a net for you. And I go over to him, he's like, yeah, man, all you gotta do is uh, just go in there and you know pay for it, then come back out, give me the ticket and we'll back. And I'm like, look, dude, here's five bucks. Can you get started on this one for me? Because that woman's trying to steal it. And he's like, oh, I got you, man. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so you got the tree that she wanted. Yeah, I got the tree. Up. <laughs> and still, I got it home. I put it in the stand. And I'm like, you weren't worth the fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now you're not even happy with the tree.
1: I wasn't happy with the tree before. It's just that they didn't have. They. I've been to four different places and <laughs> and I took I took the best I could find.
0: You took the mediocre one after all that.
1: No, it's not mediocre. It's nice. It's full and everything else. It's just it's about a foot and a half shorter than I'd like it to be.
0: That's what she said
1: about you. But okay, <laughs> yeah, Son <of> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we had a fun time. We were in. Uh, we How were much in, you
0: pay for that damn tree, anyways?
1: Uh, fifty-two plus the five-dollar tip, fifty-seven bucks.
0: Oh wow, that's a way better deal.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's worth the drive and shopping yeah. Yeah. and everything else. Yeah, because like if you go to those tree lots, those people cut the trees up north, then they come. They're the same people that do fireworks in July. Do they actually it, cut you... them
0: from up north, or they just have like a little? a tree farm yeah a tree farm here well
1: they still gotta cut them
0: you can't grow no in Florida I didn't know they grew I don't think you can grow pine trees I don't know I'm asking
1: I'm not I don't think so I mean your people know about planting stuff more. we know about
0: orange orange groves and stuff like that so how come you don't have an
1: orange tree in your living room right now with Christmas lights on it
0: you find that funny (laughs) I find it hysterical (laughs) right hey
1: I voted against the wall can we get off this (laughs) screw you man (laughs) Oh, it's okay when you make fun of Asians and everything else, but
0: you're, you're, you're pushing it. You're pushing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack that. I'm gonna smack that that nuke sh- clean shave of yours you got going on over there.
1: Yeah. Did you see the pictures of me with the? Glasses? Why did you shave? Uh, because I had I had an audition for what? America's Got Talent.
0: And why'd you shave?
1: Uh, I had talked to uh, a guy I met at um, the World Series of Comedy in Las Vegas years ago and said hey when it comes to booking stuff for tv is it better have a beard or be clean shaven and stuff like that and he's like you know it's funny you ask that because i was just having this conversation with a couple of uh tv people and everything else he's like if you'll notice when you watch a comedy on tv like a sitcom or something look at how many of the actors actually have beards or even facial hair at that point your
0: agent told you this
1: not my agent an agent well, who's opinion. the
0: agent for Don Rickles, man? Who, that, that's, those days are over. No, Nobody cares
1: about this. No, seriously, name some sitcoms that have stars that are like, you know, beards or whatever else.
0: Uh, modern Family People. Who? I don't know. Just, Not I, one I of them. You just
1: it. you just did the exact opposite of trying to prove your point. Not a single person on that show. I think maybe the ginger has a beard only because it blends in with this pale-ass skin.
0: <laughs> you know, that's a fact? Yeah. So.
1: So it just gives the, especially if you're going, like, I was auditioning. You had a
0: full beard, though, man. You shaved, all right. All right. Yeah. It grows back fast? Yeah, I grow back quick, you know. You just shave it with a, with a, with a machine, or you actually use a razor blade?
1: I take it down, like, with the uh, trimmer, beard trimmer, and I take it down to, like, a one, and then I use a razor blade on it.
0: You use shaving cream or mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. I believe every it. Every time. Yeah. White gravy. It's the brown <laughs> gravy that doesn't that after shave.
1: aftershave? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um... Yeah, so I decided to give a shave and uh, go do the audition. I did that thing where I don't care who you are. If you're a guy, when you shave a beard, you go through, like, every style while you're getting rid of it you start off by like just going okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna shave this right here and give myself like the uh mutton chops and then i wouldn't know i could be bit. like the porn star guy for a while and then i'm gonna be like we call it the chaplain but it's the hitler, the hitler. yeah you always end with the hitler
0: you always end with the hitler
1: give yourself a Fu man Manchi- you go through all the all the i don't the know that, i don't know what the hell that means yeah it's taking you how long just to grow that this right here yeah this is five years jesus christ
0: <laughs> all this Hmm. This is 10. <laughs> this is...
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I had my America's Got Talent audition, dude.
0: How'd you think you, how did you think you did? You do. This was did
1: the... Um, well, I'll tell you. This is actually the second time I've auditioned for them. And, oh, is it? Yeah. Well, in 2012, they had auditions like the Cattle Call in Tampa, Florida. And I had gigs up in Mobile, Alabama. And I got a call from okay.
0: Yeah, I hit my elbow. Keep going.
1: I got a call from Chris Hispanic, the GM over at the uh, Orlando Improv. Improv. And America's Got Talent had reached out to her asking for suggestions of people that she could send over. And I guess they had specifically said comedy magic. And at the time, I was doing comedy magic a lot more. And uh, she gave me a call and said, hey, do you want to go to this audition? I'm like, well, I, I got a gig, number one. And also, I don't want to stand online with thousands of people waiting to get seen. She's like, no, you will literally have a set audition time and you won't even go to Tampa. It's in Orlando on a different date. It's basically like a callback audition. And she set me up for like 3.30 on a Sunday. I walked into the Swan and Dolphin. I was on stage by like 3.40. Did my three minutes. They asked me about my background, everything else. And then... uh they, it was the year that it was moving to New York because Howard Stern was coming on board and, uh, and my man. they gave me all the shooting dates. They're like, this is the most unofficial. Yes, we can give you. We'll get back in touch with you after the holidays. Uh, you know, check your emails. So then, of course I told my parents and stuff. You I'm got like, all I'm excited. On a, yeah. I got. Did you really post it up on Facebook? Nope. Did not because I was like, oh, <laughs> that gonna
0: failure that's going to come right afterwards.
1: Yep. So, uh, then January comes around. Don't hear anything. February comes around. They start showing, commercials, <laughs> they start showing for, episodes. commercials for the new season. And I'm like, well, that's that. And my mom's like, you don't know. They could still call. <laughs> and then I'm like, that's not how it works. And then they start filming, like showing a couple of episodes. And my mom's like, someone could call out sick. You Damn, never did give you a
0: courtesy call? Nah. Damn, that's me. <laughs> nah,
1: they they even said at this audition they were telling everybody like, hey, if we reach out to you, it's gonna be in January. We'll send you an email if we're gonna use you. If we're not gonna use you, you just won't get an email. Yeah, you know? just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. Um, we
0: didn't. We didn't. We didn't miss you. We just didn't. Yeah, we looked over. you.
1: So um, yeah, this was my first time actually going through the process of like cold you know, audition and cattle call and everything. And I, I drove out to Tampa and, uh, yeah, I, I got there at like 10 30. My audition was finally at like five 30. They finally brought you into a room Jesus. and they bring you into a room. And this time around they have 10 other people who are waiting to audition in the room with you. Not necessarily like I was auditioning for comedy. There was, uh, I think everybody else there besides two people, Yeah, two of the other people were also comedians, and then the other ones were all singing. Oh, that could be horrible. Oh, it could be. So I walk in the room, and it's like it's a huge room, and there's a table up front, and there's a guy working on camera, and the one producer behind the table. And you're in this huge banquet room, and then they have the rest of the contestants sitting along the wall and just watching you. Yeah. So, you're supposed to walk up to the center of this room, state your name, say a little about yourself, and then go into your 90-second routine. So, the first comic who went up, and the first guy who went up in our group... you were in there with another comedian. I was in there with two other comics. Orlando? Uh, No. One was from Orlando. Uh, Norris McMiller, Miracle, was in there with me. (laughs) And then, uh, another one was... This guy was definitely like... He must have been in his mid... Probably 60 or so... Big guy, though, probably 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He was wearing the sports jacket and, like, you know, kind of Vegasy y comedian. Uh, so he walks. Oh, and this was the producer tells us. Uh, by the way, you're going to come up. You're going to perform for me. Don't be offended if you see me typing on my laptop.
0: It, oh, it doesn't thanks. mean
1: that I'm not paying attention. I'm actually taking notes. But you know with comedy, man, you need an audience. You got to read the room, your your timing. You judge things by people's reaction, you know?
0: Were you not using the audience that I was watching you?
1: Well, that's the thing. This guy went up, and he just went into his 90 seconds towards her, and you just see her looking down. Typing oh, that's under. annoying. So then two singers went up, and then they're like, uh, Mike. And I hop up, and I go. What the singers good? Uh there out of the seven singers, there was probably one girl in there that I was like, ah, she was really good. Okay. Um but I hop up and I say my name and a little bit about myself, and then she's like, Okay, start whenever you want. So the first thing I do is take a big step to the right. You know, I'm facing the producer, but I take a big step to the right, and then I turn like what is it, ninety degrees? Sure. Ninety degrees, and I just look at everyone. Everybody sing against the wall. And I'm like, if I'm going to be here, they're going to become my audience because I need that. And they were a little thrown back at first because they're like, uh. and then I just went into my bit and the first joke hit and I hear the producer laughing like out of the side. And Check I'm like, you out. I'm like, all right. So then I do the next joke. It hits. And then uh, there was a little girl in there with her mother. And I start doing uh, one of my jokes about my mom checking on me breathing when i was right. a kid. And the girl just looks at her mom like... You do that to me, and like I think that was what sold it because the mom just starts laughing and she's like pointing. It was like an audience; they weren't contestants for a second. Everybody came around, except for the old comic who went first. Oh, he must have been. You could you. see him with the arms crossed. Oh, Can I do that? Yeah. I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, he's an like, f you. Yeah, so um yeah then my i'm like all right that's my time thanks and i got all around applause check and, you out and i went and sat down and then uh miracle went up local guy norris McPhail. how'd he do he he actually did really well did he yeah he all did, right good he, for real. he did really well and part I of it i was worried part of it i think is because he went up there and did exactly what i did like he turned oh and, he yeah definitely Oh, he used him as audience. definitely
0: if he even would have been a fool if you did it
1: yeah so then uh um, he went right after you he went like two comics after me, or not two comics, two contestants after
0: Oh, I was going to say, oh, damn, he just rode that way. So,
1: so uh, yeah, I, I did get the first laughs in the room because the com- first comedian got nothing, then two singers, then me, you know? So I opened up for numbers. I wonder
0: if that Vegas guy was the same guy that came out Monday night to other bar and bombed his ass off. I uh, don't know. We'll have to draw a picture and see why he left. White it. guy, does he wear, did he wear his sunglasses during his set?
1: No no i i know his name but i don't want to say it now yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't want to say his name but i'll um, tell it afterwards
0: um what'd you call it because that other bar he came up to me he's like hey this is my name and here's my intro and there's like a paragraph oh man and I'm like what is this he goes oh i want you to say this you mm, like, like no nah, i'm gonna say your name i just it. say your name like you're you from can, vegas you can
1: spend one minute of your time talking about it. and yeah. then
0: he went up he bombed mm-hmm. and then he got mad at me because when i went back on stage i was like man I guess whatever happens in Vegas, you can keep that shit in Vegas. Oh, <laughs> he got I, I pissed was off. there
1: that night. That wasn't last week. <laughs>
0: no, no, it was a week coming up.
1: I was there. He went up like last. He went up <laughs> yeah, at the end of the night. So no, bad. it wasn't that guy. It wasn't, it wasn't guy. him. It wasn't okay. that guy. But yeah, that guy was cocky as hell. Oh, like he was so guy. cocky. Yeah, and like, you always like seeing the cocky ones fall.
0: I mean, he, he, had, a, he had a basic name. I forgot. It was like, yeah. like, my name is Vegas Mike. I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah. All right, Vegas Mike. Come so, on.
1: So everybody, the 10 of us, we do our auditions. And then the producer was like, uh, okay, guys, well, thank you very much. We're actually not casting anyone today. Uh, if we decide to use you, it's going to happen through email and blah, blah, blah. We'll be in touch email. So thank you guys so much for coming out. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe we'll be in touch with you soon. And everybody leaves the room, you know, and they start bringing in the next group. I'm outside talking to Norris right outside. And a, a, a guy in the blue shirt that had led us into the room comes out. And he's like, hey, Mike, uh, can they talk to you inside real quick? So I'm like, okay. So I walk inside, and you can automatically see other people going, how come we're not getting called back? Yeah, no inside? shit. I walk inside, and the producer, I'm like, hey, did you miss me? Just being like a cocky little arrogant prick. And she's like, yes, actually. And she's like, I just want to let you know um, you're funny as hell. And she's like, and I want to send you over for another audition right now with the executives. Yeah, right? So, she's like, um, just so you know, I've been here since 8 o'clock. I've only sent four other people over to see the executives. Only one other was a comedian, and you're much funnier than him. And I'm like,
0: all right, let's Ooh, go. I want to know this. who the other comedian was. Yeah. You don't so, know, do you? I do You not, do know, but you're I, not going to no, tell I, me. No, I don't. Okay. I don't. So, Here's um
1: exactly. so then she just... And then she gave me some great... um. A very cool thing she said she's like look and no matter what happens in the next room it's not the golden ticket to get on the show but it is the next step in the process of getting on the show she's like but regardless of what happens in the next room just know, don't stop doing this. She's like, because I see hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of comics, and she's like, and I really, Dude, really, all enjoy you gotta here.
0: do is get best, gotta get in round one. Yeah, round one. So and uh, wear obligatory podcast shirt. <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking go out there so, with no. It, else. It,
1: was, <laughs> it, it was just very nice to have someone, quote unquote, because what well, we do, we go out every week and we do shows for people who come to like bars and bowling alleys but it was kind of nice to have someone in the quote-unquote industry be like no i see a lot and you're good i'm like i'm not and you know me i'm horrible with compliments anyways so i was like she I said give you
0: compliments all the time you don't fucking take yeah fuck you what you know you know yeah do up
1: <laughs> so um so then they she's like oh by the way just do another whatever you did can you do more time i'm like yeah i can do more time she's like cool like do what you did for me here but just like another minute over there i think you're gonna be great And the guy leads me over to this other cordoned off area where we had to go through another security type thing. Holy
0: shit, dude. And
1: uh, they bring me into a room and they have me fill out another form that just asks basically, you know, have you been in TV shows? Have you been in movies? Like, have you been convicted of felonies? So they're looking, I I think it was like the cover your ass form, you know, because if they put you on the show, they don't want to find out later on you were convicted of singing Ditto maybe it's cold outside like in public yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Ooh, that could come back to bite us in the ass <laughs> yeah. so um yeah so then i just went into the that room i went into uh, and it was just um the guy working the camera and two executives and that was it so three people three people and uh i they asked me a couple of questions i went into my bit and uh they laughed where they were supposed to laugh and everything else and then they're like, okay, well, um, you know, I, I'm sure they told you and we're not casting today, but if you're if you're going to be a fit for the show, we'll get back in touch with you and blah blah blah. And as soon as I left that place, I called up uh, Preacher.
0: Oh, did you as you walk out? I know Preacher and walk <laughs> off. He no. used to he used to host for me.
1: Yeah, right. No.
0: I, I was his headline. Mm-hmm. The other way around.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now I was trying to seem like a nice guy. Then. Okay. <laughs> So I call a preacher. I'm like, hey, man, did you know when you did the America's Got Talent audition? Like, did you know that day you were going to be on? Did they let you know that day? And he's like, well, you know, I'm an optimistic guy. So I I'm like, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking, did they tell you? He's like, no, nah, they said they were going to, you know, us in January. And then I got the emails and stuff like that. And I'm like, OK, so uh, that's it. That's where I am. I'm in. Limbo oh, right
0: Oh, this would be awesome if you freaking hit it.
1: It would be, but I don't think it's going to happen for
0: All me. All right. Well, because that's you. Let's well, be, let's let's partly let's, let's get ten percent positivity but, here.
1: But let me tell you why I don't think it's. Oh positive, Jesus! Let Christ. me tell you why, because we, we, we know comics who went to the show yet or went to the audition, right? We yeah. know a lot of comics who went to the audition.
0: Oh, no, okay, but only one has ever gotten stage time.
1: Oh no! What I'm saying is, we know a lot of comics who just auditioned recently. Right? Yeah, a lot of them, and they were all happy with their auditions until they found out that I got invited into a secret second room for a second audition because right. then all of a sudden they're like i didn't get to do the second exactly audition. so that was nice i found out a friend of mine went into a third audition room who uh it's a it's a comic named josh out of uh port charlotte
0: florida oh say, it was it no, it was eric lutz was it no 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 i was like oh he, man he, he he's got to, the he's got the angle yeah
1: baby. yeah no, so there's a comedian buddy of mine who actually got called in for a second audition, and then got sent for another audition. So I don't know what that could mean. You know, it could mean, you know. It I wish mean,
0: you never would have found that out.
1: I wish I would never
0: found that out. Cause either. now you're all freaking in your head.
1: But but you know what? It's it's only fair because I was kind of like being a. You're a, you're feeling good. I was, I was kind of feeling. You're gonna I go feel, treat yourself. I feel exactly like the other comics feel when they found out i went into a second room <laughs> you know
0: they're like oh well uh.
1: yeah and now i now i feel like them so that's yeah, I, mean. I
0: wish you never would have freaking asked it's
1: okay but man this was my first audition with them. i'm still gonna stay positive yeah you know what if nothing else what was my biggest fears going into this like i'm not a 90 second comic you know everything else and if nothing else i've i've I have confidence now, a Preacher didn't get on the first time he auditioned, no. you know? So it's one of those things that, uh,
0: yeah, if not,
1: I'll try again next Thank year. Thank goodness
0: you had an audience that were like, understand English. Because I heard, I heard another comedian went up and his audience was all Brazilian and none of them spoke English or understood English. Or just... were they
1: just pretending to not speak English? <laughs> Is that what he said? He
0: made me lie. That's what he said to me, and I'm just like, oh, sucks. And he's just like, I'm doing my jokes, and just they're staring at me. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you bomb. So I didn't bomb. I didn't bomb. I did a good joke. like, hey, it's not like you bomb. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know Could it, if you had an all Portuguese dance crew.
1: Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've always thought that I was um, delusional.
0: Well you are, but yeah. I am a bit, but you have to be <laughs> to
1: be making this business. But when you're there, you know, you see it on the auditions. There's the big room with everybody that's in their costumes or working on their acts, just all in one area waiting for their audition. Um, I can't sing. I cannot sing. I'm not uh, a good singer. you think you're there dead. were no. so many people there that I was walking around going. I sing better than them.
0: So like your inspiration is through your music now? No, it made me
1: want to be like, why are you wasting everybody's time? Why? If I had to sing one person's you know that song, Hallelujah? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I must have heard that 16 times from 16 different people while I was walking around. I can only imagine how many times the judges had to sit through that. Ugh. How many times can you even be a judge and pretend to get excited?
0: What songs did the girls sing, that, the, the singers that you were in? Or they sung their original songs?
1: Uh, no, actually, I think they recommend you don't do original songs. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. But um, I think there was a mother and daughter who auditioned separately. Oh, that's nice. But one did Beyonce and one did something from Seal. And then there was a little girl that you wanted to feel. She must have been like 9 or 10, and she was there with her mom, and she went up to sing. And you wanted her to do well, but you could hear her voice cracking when she was trying to do the like the Aguilera. <sighs> yeah. And then as soon as she stops, she's like, I'm so sorry. My voice has been strained the past few days. I'm of course like, it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. These jokes, they usually hit, but <laughs> they just did not feel got.
1: I got to say, though, you know, that's the thing. It's like you got 90 seconds. You can go in with a song everybody knows and nail it note for note. And congratulations, you're a good singer. As a comic, uh, you can't go in and do the best 90 seconds of Carlin. Nail every joke. And they're like, oh, you're a great comedian. They're like, no, come in, be original, make us laugh with no warm-up, no host, no two-drink minimum.
0: So did you wear those glasses, by the way, when you auditioned, when you did your jokes?
1: You know what's funny? I was going to, and right when I was getting up to audition... I, I took them off and just went up as myself because <laughs> I don't think
0: they look bad. You, you look like an adult Millhouse from Simpsons.
1: Yeah, I saw all your uh, pleasant little <laughs> revenge pictures. of the nerds. Yeah, I 50s I, I do. I actually have an appointment this week to go get my eye because those are just um, those are magnifiers for reading I picked up, but um, I do have to go in. I made an appointment this week to actually go get my actual prescription. So, are you blind? To get checked. I'm I'm forty two, dude. It's when things start going bad. No, I'm so
0: scared. I'm gonna be blind as shit.
1: Yeah, because you've been what corrective lenses since you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Since you were like a I'm baby. Negative six right now. Negative six.
0: I don't know what that means, but six point zero, but it's bad. Yeah. I think Sanchez is worse. Sanchez is like a negative like ten. Really? <laughs> He's got Coke bottles, man. Hmm. his glasses are like this literally isn't it funny
1: that's the age we're at like when you're 15 16 you're talking about you know mine's eight inches mine's nine inches mine's six inches and now we're talking about whose prescription is (laughs) is the worst (laughs) my god uh this show's been brought to you by the good people at aarp (laughs) (laughs) remember to take your everyday multivitamins and Mm -hmm. hey Depends. Wear (laughs) them.
0: Even if you don't think you need to, (laughs) wear them. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And and sure. (laughs) Do you enjoy a good regular bowel movement? I know I do. (laughs) Ensure it with (laughs) ensure.
0: So that's, hey, man, that's good, man. I didn't think you did that well. Because you didn't talk about it at the other bar last night. You just kind of like very, yeah, I did it. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, I just I didn't I didn't realize you did that well though.
1: Well, you know how it is, man. If something good happens to me, if I put it out in the universe, I'm just constantly waiting for something bad to follow behind it. Jeez, Louise, uh, dude, you just, can't just be positive and have a good day. Just waiting for that boot. You know, to people drop.
0: we get good days once in a while.
1: Yeah, and then you pay for it. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's fine, man. You had a good day. Mm-hmm. Just take the win.
1: Good things happen in ones, bad things happen in No, it does not, man. I have had
0: plenty of days where it's just a good day after a good day. Yeah, because you got the life. Oh, right. Here we go with that (laughs) bullshit. I don't have the life. I just don't freaking look for negativity. I don't have that dark well cloud.
1: It's nice that you live in a world where you would actually have to go looking for negativity. I live in a world where I'm surrounded by negativity. Now I finally get what you know? (laughs) Now I finally get what it is. Like this is this is this is basically, yeah. You're over there in your little perfect non-negativity oh, you're world. So full of shit. I face negativity every day, <laughs> and you won't even understand what negativity is because you live in your little one percent world of positivity. One
0: percent world of positivity. I
1: can't even explain it to you because you're not willing to accept how good you have it, how easy your life is.
0: <laughs> yeah, you stay out of this. Don't come over here talking shit. Am I right? No, don't don't take. His, right? Don't take his side. See, people like me and people like her, we get it. She's on. She lives with me. She's on my side. No, you know I go through.
1: out! Oh wow! See that? Look at you! <laughs> don't turn Look this around. You. you just told your girl you to shut up. A bitch. Do you want to sing? Baby, <laughs> it's cold outside. To Baby, it's
0: cold outside. Get your ass outside. Baby, it's cold outside. That's where you're gonna be soon because I'm gonna kick you out.
1: You're the problem.
0: I'm going to rip those eyebrows your off why, your face. You're
1: your why Rudolph isn't going to be on the air this season. <laughs> Tell me again how good life is while you live the good life. It's pretty good right now. now. See?
0: That's <laughs> because <laughs> I'm making Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, wow. God. Now we're in that world.
1: I told you close the door.
0: It's, it's, it gets hot in here.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, for those of you at home... Uh, Kermit is getting scolded by his domestic partner.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to win this. No. No. Now now I'm shutting down. I I
1: feel like I should just let her come take the mic. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't need to put up with her crowd. I'm going to put up with it later tonight.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Um, (laughs) You still laughing over there? Thank you for dinner, by the way. Choke on it oh <laughs> man this guy today you're ornery
0: uh, hey uh all right we're gonna do some news news Yay! <laughs> all right that was my news that was thing. your news right. well one of our well i don't know if it's our favorite one of my mm-hmm. favorite comedians mm-hmm. is expecting his 10th child hmm carrot top carrot top even has one.
1: Oh, you said your favorite
0: comedian Okay, second comedian.
1: Oh, the puppet? Osolitos. Osolitos a little, little, little puppet Would they be puppies? No, no,
0: puppies? No, man. Eddie Murphy. What? Tenth kid, bro. T- Eddie Murphy has ten kids? I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't know he had that many. I-
1: Are they all from the same woman?
0: Hell no. At the age of 57, mm. ten kids with Paige Butcher. He's had five different baby mamas. Oh,
1: so that's like... Yeah.
0: So uh, this is an old article, but he had a nine child, nine kids, and now he has 10.
1: Yeah. Are any of his kids doing things? Like, I, I imagine they're I'm doing f- things, but like, yeah. are they actors? They're like not comedians? like the Wayne's. Like, like,
0: <laughs> like, the Wayne's got like yeah. entertainment in their blood, but like, yeah. he was. He they're was, just
1: all living off Eddie's money?
0: Yeah, you know, he has. he's a. Uh, none of these girls are really famous in my eyes, but mm. Scary Spice mm. from Spice Girls. Oh, she, he had a baby with he her. Had a baby with Scary? Mm hmm. Hmm. That's why she wanted to bang Preacher.
1: <laughs> Did Scary want to hook up with Preacher?
0: Dude, you could see it. I knew it. You could see it in her eyes when Preacher oh, was on she, stage.
1: Was she, on, was she one of the judges on yeah. TV? Oh.
0: oh, yeah. You could see it in her eyes. Cause
1: That's how often like I audition for it, but I don't watch it. So
0: Your, uh, your, your, your judges would be uh, Simon, Howie Mandel. I've met Howie Mandel. Yep. Heidi Klum and uh, Melby.
1: And Melby was Scary Spice? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Hmm. good to know so 10 kids man i didn't even know he was into women still because what uh, dude he got busted for being with a prostitute that happened to be a male
0: shut up google it what yeah
1: it was like all the rage and he was like all, I did, all I, the rage it, was, to be with it the, was all the rage it was be like, with a chick with dicks that dude when, once that gets out it's like how do you even start dating again like
0: He dating or he, like, hooked up with a...
1: He picked up and he did that whole thing where I just thought he needed a ride or something like that. Do we have it? Or am I just making this up?
0: When Eddie Murphy was stopped by police with a transsexual. Yeah, let's go with that. May 1st, 2017. (laughs) Look at his photo. Jesus Christ, what is this?
1: Yeah. No, it didn't happen in 2017. Uh... That article. Eddie probably, Murphy
0: was four years into his marriage with Nicole Murphy on May nineteen twenty 20 years ago. Please pull them over at 4 a.m. after he picked up a transsexual prostitute. Oh, I remember this. And he was like, I'm just giving her a ride. Yeah. Yeah, I remember exactly this. Exactly what I just told you. Yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> yeah, my bad.
1: But, you, but you read it and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I got this. Well, you've had a lot of concussions, man. Yeah. You don't remember your own Wait, life is this life. the dude? Is that the dude? Damn. I've never seen a picture. We didn't have the internet when it happened.
0: Yeah, that's that's the guy she looks like a chick
1: (laughs) that's a beer belly
0: well the belly yeah the belly's kind of uh pbr but (laughs) (laughs) uh the face is very chicky
1: so what you're saying is you could have got taken i mean i could have got fooled yeah how many times
0: you've been taken before uh once really only once
1: have have you actually have you had an instance where you thought it was a girl and turned oh yeah when in vegas
0: i want to hear about this i just thought it was a chick and it was a dude I didn't hook up with it, with it, <laughs> with, with it. With, don't, they are
1: people. No, me too. What me. is wrong with you, man? You can't define someone by their don't, gender. Don't,
0: don't you look at me like oh
1: that? Oh my god! You sir, germ. don't you look Come at me?
0: Come on, like, I will slap that bottom lip right off your oh, face.
1: Now you have aggression towards <laughs> straight older white males as well. Oh man. Yeah moving you, on you, you are not looking good for this show <laughs> <Moving>. <laughs> i'm gonna have to ban you from this show like rudolph and the songs
0: and no. uh okay. moving on okay uh this is old yeah but i mean i figured it, i figured it's like kind of like hits you home mm-hmm. because starbucks is blocking porno mm-hmm.
1: so you can oh go, and i love starbucks and so. you love
0: porno and starbucks so. i
1: i actually hate starbucks do you yeah. I'm You're not, white,
0: so I just assume you love Starbucks. Yeah,
1: I'm not a big fan of Starbucks at all. I'm not a big fan of coffee, as a matter of fact. Oh. Yeah, like the only reason I'm, I've am started drinking coffee now is because since I went on this, you know, no soda and no junk food, blah, blah, blah kick, uh, there's some nights, like in Sanford, uh, I'm like, I need a pick-me-up. And <laughs> since I don't drink a lot of coffee, like ever, then having like a cup will actually make everything kick in but yeah sanford was an interesting time huh
0: oh this past weekend yeah friday was rough saturday was great
1: yeah friday night was uh rough to say the least it was supposed to be about 161 people they had in the books and we got there and there was uh 18
0: 24
1: okay there was the 10 top in the back there were the six people sitting in front of them and then there was the two couples the older couple and the other older couple. And then there was a booth that got up midway through the show. Oh, that's lab. right. Yeah. And uh, we were told right before the show started that, oh, by the way, that table of six, they are, and this is what the host has said, uh, mentally challenged.
0: Which they did not come across that like that at all for the record.
1: Right. You you could kind of tell, but, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. She
0: made a big deal out of yeah. nothing.
1: Uh, She made a big deal out of it and said, please don't do any jokes that include the word retard or mentally challenged. And I kind of gave her a look like, like, I get you're trying to protect the room. But number one, I don't do that type of stuff. And number two, if this is actually an issue, because she said they have the minds of five-year-olds. And I'm like, well, which which I don't think they, I don't think they did. But at the same time, it's like, well, then you shouldn't let five-year-olds into this <laughs> comedy show. It's it's nine o'clock on a Friday. Come on. Uh, so yeah, Jake went up, you went up, and then I went up. And that ten-top table, they oh, were attentive, yeah. but and they were they were politely laughing at things. But then at the end of the night, I'm selling merch, <laughs> and what happens? What happens? <laughs>
0: they knew all your jokes. That's why they're so. They're trying. They're trying to fill in the blanks before you even hit your punchline. They're like, uh, uh, oh yeah, this, I remember this. This
1: tent top was literally the only party of any substantial size. They were half the room easily, yeah. and they were all singing together. And I'm selling my merch, and one couple from the table comes up and says, "You know, hey, uh, we enjoyed your show. We but we saw you last month when you opened for Rob Schneider." <laughs> and I'm like. What? They're like, yeah, we were at the improv. We saw you open for option. No, you were really great. I'm like, thanks. They're like, yeah, in fact, our whole table was with us. And then <laughs> what? Couple by couple, they came up and each said, hey, we saw you when you opened. So just for the non-comedian listening, it's, it's, not like, it's not like playing rock music, what we do. Like if you go to an Eagles concert and the Eagles don't play Hotel California, people throw it. a fucking right. shit fit. If you go to a Billy Joel concert, he doesn't play Piano Man. People fucking lose their shit. But if you're a comedian and they saw you last week and they came back this week and you do one joke that's the same, they're like, what the fuck, dude? He this. did this joke last yep. night." Because comedy is all about... It's like magic. It's about the surprise, you know? Yeah. And uh, they, so it explained a lot to me. I'm like, so f- f- 90% of the audience had just heard... I, I wish I had known. I wish someone had said something before the show. Like, hey, we saw you with Rob Schneider because that would go fall back on that B material that I haven't done since my feature days. <laughs> but at least it would be new and interesting to them, you know? Yeah. And then uh, the next night was just, what, probably 60, 60 people? 60, 70? Maybe that?
0: Something like that.
1: And I think everybody just crushed. Yeah, that was a great great night. night. Yeah. Yeah, That was a good night. That was one of those nights you guys stop because someone's choking and they're like, stop, I can't breathe. And uh, I needed that, too. I needed that night to get my mentally back in before auditioning for agt because after friday night i was like well maybe i will go back to school for refrigeration and ac repair (laughs)
0: that yeah man. um there was a time in the set where i was doing a short joke and the Mm. lady's like i'm taller than you
1: oh on saturday night yeah
0: uh, she got on stage i brought her on stage we did the whole you know joke joke jokey with she's taller than me but then she came up to me and was like, oh, you're wearing heels. And then she took off her shoes. And, and that was she a mistake.
1: Was, and she was still taller than you. But her feet stink so bad. Oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah, because she walked away and you're Ugh. like, what smells like feet? I'm like, could be the woman you oh, just had. Oh, my gosh. It was thing. so
0: bad. I was like, I regret yeah. telling her to take off her shoes to see how tall she is. Smells so stinky. Ugh.
1: Right. But, yeah, that was a that was a good show. Jake did really well. Uh, That's one of those rooms, though, like, I, luckily you guys got there early and everything else i hate that we have to go there every time and s- turn that room into a club Res-
0: yeah we had to reset everything you had to even move the lights
1: we had to move the stage one night Yep. you know yep. change the lights adjust the lights it's like if you want a club to succeed you know fucking set it up do it right yeah oh yep. well what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what you got going this week yeah anywhere
0: this week, no, yeah. man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to work this week. I wanted to get. I got. A, I had a Christmas show to DJ, and then they canceled on me. So now I'm like, like fiending for a DJ gig.
1: Oh man, do you get a lot of last minute DJ gigs? I do. Do
0: you? Once in a blue moon, um, it's like, hey, are you free Saturday? I need a mm. quick. Deal. I'm like, yep, let's go, nice. <laughs> let's go. I want that money. Yeah. But the next week we're in Ocala.
1: Is that next week? Oh, nice. It's yeah. Oh my God. Is that rolling up already? Yep. Yeah. Cause I think I'm with Tom Rhodes the Thursday and Friday. Yeah. You're busy
0: that week. I already looked and, at your schedule. And
1: then Saturday. Yeah. Uh, this coming Saturday I'm at a place called Valencia lakes in Naples, Florida. And it's one of those things. I, I guess this guy owns a real realty company or something. And he just, he just stocked up like 10 comics on the show I think Ten comedians. I think it's like Miguel Colon uh, from Monsters, and right? Relapse, James Jean, uh, Kevin White, me. The money I think must Eugene be good. Eugene Torres is on there. Yeah. So. Yeah. I. But yeah, the money's good, and but the only thing is, it's like one of those one o'clock in the afternoon shows. Oh. But whatever, I'll drive down there. It's for always weird
0: to do comedy when the sun's out. Yeah. You're like, hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, day. day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like the improv used to call me up every now and then. Cause they're like, Hey, we got a business luncheon or something. We right. want you to do clean comedy in the middle of the day. And it's like, eh. and then you get there, it's like McDonald's district managers and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, what's I've done McDonald's. I've done Burger King corporate shows. I've done Wendy's corporate shows. I've done racetrack progressive insurance. Um, and it's funny cause sometimes you can use the same material for like, like McDonald's and Burger King, I think, uh, I'm like, it's so good to be here with like uh, you people from, you know, McDonald or so good to be here with you people from Burger King, you know, and I hate McDonald's, and, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm like, it, it's 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 better to, you know, it's better to work for, her you know, I think for with the McDonald's, I did like, it's better to work for a clown than be ruled by a king, you know, or something yeah. like that, and then I just flip-flopped it the other way for <laughs> and I don't care, they pay the same.
0: Speaking of McDonald's food. Yeah. Amy Schumer. <laughs> what about her? She's preggers, Really? And her, her new way of doing comedy now mm-hmm. is uh, sharing puke videos. Really? Yeah, that's always fun, right? Hi, I thought it might be fun to see me throwing up in a
1: public bathroom. You might be able to fight off.
0: Gotta load her asses wide. Mm -hmm. All right. It's about to get disgusting. Oh, Jesus. It's kind of funny to so see suffering on this part. <laughs> <laughs> her face is it's like a dead body in the ocean. <laughs> oh, comedy.
1: <laughs> Take that, people who say female comics aren't funny.
0: <laughs> so that
1: was cool. probably the funniest thing come out of her mouth.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's original uh, that was, material.
1: That, that was a vomit joke. It's yeah, original material. It come
0: out of, come out out of her mouth.
1: mouth. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. And just so you're not hating me out there while I'm listening to Sorry It's Cold Outside on the way home and singing along, I would have said if that was a male comedian, I'm like, this is comedy, you know?
0: <laughs> you feel like someone's going to re- write you a letter about what
1: you No, say. because on this show, I'm the good one. I oh, mean, is you, that? Yeah, you just basically- You do not come off as a good one You for call the trans people it's.
0: N- that's one time.
1: You do not come off- No, one time on air. You, you, I come <laughs> over this house, you're like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's. You sound like Dr. Seuss when you talk about transvestite. It's, it's, and what's, it's, and woos it's. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: <laughs> the it's that stole Christmas.
0: <laughs> Look, man. I'm looking. I'm not scratching flag, but our homie is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Hart was supposed to uh, host the Oscars. Yeah, that would have been great. Kevin's funny. Which, who cares? Because the Oscars is pointless, and uh, I don't know why he won a job that... Makes him work as hard to... Because
1: Oscar's so white, hashtag.
0: And they, they put all these barriers on him, and it's so stupid. You know, I'm not going to rant. Mm. You know, it's, Oscars are
1: stupid. But why did he lose the gig?
0: He, he, did a, he lost the gig because somebody pulled up one of his old jokes about uh, his... I guess they say he's homophobic. Mm. But I don't know. You'd be the judge about this joke. I got a lot of fears, man. I got a lot of fears as a parent. I'm gonna tell you guys one of my biggest fears. One of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. That's a fear. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against gay people. Be happy, do what you want to do. But me being a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. Now, with that being said, I don't know if I handle my son's first gay moment correctly. Like, Every kid has a gay moment, okay? Every kid, but when it happens, you gotta nip it in the bud. You gotta stop it right there. Hey, stop! <laughs> no. Hey, stop, that's what? Hey, stop, that's gay. No. <laughs> Which not for nothing. That's every
1: parent, isn't I, it? I don't know why they're calling him homophobic. He's clearly said he is not homophobic.
0: Yeah, he said it before he did he the job He said it. He said it. But isn't that every parent, every male parent. What? Like, like you know, I'm not saying like if your kid became gay, they'd be like, oh, it's tripping, but it's not something that you shoot for. He's just talking. He's just i feel like that's every male parent i
1: don't i don't know dude um so I, honestly i got two boys i get that's what
0: i'm saying so two boys mm-hmm. if they become gay you're not gonna like flip your lid but no, if they're happy if it's a choice like not a choice but like if you're like like in your head you're not going man i wish my kid would be gay when he comes out no one says that out loud
1: no like i i honestly 100 percent don't care right if they're gay or straight but
0: that's what i'm saying like i don't know why people make it a big deal it's this is every black black hispanic culture. they don't no one ever says i want my son to be gay and everyone's tripping about it.
1: You sound like a commercial right now.
0: You what?
1: Sound, you sound like that commercial right now like Which no commercial? one no one says i'm going to grow up to be a drug addict. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but no like i used to i used to actually do a joke about i hope my child grows up to be gay. Like, I hope my, uh, before I had kids and everything, it was, uh, you know, I'd love, and it was before gay marriage was legal, because I'm like, I hope my son turns out to be gay, because I don't want to pay for a wedding, or, you know, I hope my daughter grows up to be gay, because I don't want to pay for a wedding.
0: Not anymore. You're paying for a wedding. Yeah, you're
1: paying for a wedding. But, (laughs) no, dude, um, it's funny, because my dad has three boys, and uh, I'm the theater kid the comedian i've always leaned towards the artsy stuff you know and both my other brothers are jocks and i remember i was going through a breakup with a girl and i took it really hard and i was out on the porch one day and i was just like kind of sobbing to myself and everything and my dad comes out sits down pops open a beer he's like hey look i don't know what's going on with you he's like i know there's where are you i'm having a moment where are you going yeah you keep talking where are you going
0: your camera went off that's all oh that's fine (laughs) fine. keep going
1: yeah, I was trying to open up, and you just fucking ruined it. I, don't even want I to do it didn't anymore. ruin it, I, don't man. Want to do it I
0: just stood up out of the chair. It's your okay. father you, came and sat you, down. You were
1: like AGT producer. You were like, I'm sitting God. here <laughs> opening up my heart to what you. What are you
0: opening your heart about? Your father's yeah, having a discussion about you not being a pussy. I
1: don't want to talk anymore
0: because <laughs> you're in a drama class.
1: Okay. So. <laughs> That's not even what the deal was. I was, ha- I had my heart broken by a woman.
0: Yeah, not being a pussy about crying and I about was it,
1: sobbing. Yeah, and I was upset. Yeah, and he came out and said, "Look, he's like, I'm your father. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be here for you. All right, you can tell me anything. If there's something you need to get off your chest, you can let me know. Like, for instance, if you told me you were gay, I would still love you. I wouldn't understand." but I would still love you. And I knew I wasn't gay. I just really enjoyed doing theater, which coincidentally was part of the reason I did, the reason I did theater was to meet chicks, you know? But that being said, Definitely. I knew I wasn't gay, but I could feel when he said, I wouldn't understand, but I would still love you. I felt such a fear in him, like him <laughs> hoping that I'm not gay, that I, I just didn't respond right away. <laughs> just to let it hang out there and kind of build. And I looked at him like, yeah, I'm not I'm not gay dad. I'm crying over a girl He's like, Thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's oh God, thank yeah, you. Uh, yeah. I wonder if you did you turn around and just give you the No <laughs> You my boy.
1: It, in in fact, um I was a, a theater kid in high school, even in elementary school, I did school plays and stuff. College went for scholarship on a theater scholarship, uh, left, got into Disney, worked in the entertainment department. Uh, love going to see live plays and stuff like that, have several gay friends, and it's one of those things where uh, whenever I meet like uh, someone who's homophobic or just doesn't even want to be around gay people, I really tend to believe, maybe it's because they're dealing with a little bit inside of them, that they've been attractive and attracted to, oh, the, man, opposite I tried to, sex, to the opposite sex, and they got to sit there and like, build it up and pent it up. I'm like, because you know how I know I'm not gay? Because I've I've worked in Disney entertainment. <laughs> I've been a theater kid all my life. I've had every opportunity. It's, it's like, I'm just not into it. Right. You know, it's just not my thing. You know, you on the other hand, not you personally, but like the people are like, well, I won't even hang out with gay guys. I'm like, Why? There's, there's no magic dust they're going to spread on you and make you gay. You either are or you aren't. I heard they sneeze
0: on you. Yeah. Turn. Is that what it is? That's what
1: I heard. Uh, they sneeze rainbows <laughs> They sneeze, on they, they, they they sneeze, sneeze glitter, glitter on you. And the there glitter you.
0: gets into you and it goes in your pores. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard.
1: Who was it? Mark Gagnon that does that great bit. He's like, you know, I just hate after the gay parade, there's just glitter all over the streets. He's like, <laughs> you know what glitter is? It's gay litter. Uh, glitter. Gay, gay <laughs> litter. Glitter. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Did you ever have that problem? You guy when your family um that questioned gay. your sexuality?
0: Oh question yeah. me? No. Yeah. No. No. I was always laying pipe. Random puss, bro.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks for clarifying Random that. P- yeah. <laughs> you're like even when I was in prison, I was on time. <laughs> yeah. Makes you straight.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. my, my, just
1: gay for the stay. <laughs> no, I never had that. Never no. had that but, <laughs> never
0: had that that question, like, yeah, acting kind of weird. But was your sister always? I don't know. I never, I never, I think she had like maybe one boyfriend.
1: And it was enough to make her go, mm, no, yeah, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah, not for me. I gotta tell you, um, if I was a girl, uh, yeah, I, I, I would look at a penis, and go, nah, I'm good.
0: Well, because you know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I say that now. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't even like looking at mine, like ugh. Uh,
1: yeah. Because you're not circumcised.
0: It's all that meat, bro.
1: It's not that meat. It's meat. I'll show you. I picture yours like, you know that game like, you go to like the like arcade? That, bro. It's like bro. Like they got it. Chuck E. Cheese, the mole that pops up and pops back <laughs> out. I picture that's what your penis it's is. It's like that. Just a little annoying mole that pops out every now and then. You got to beat it back down.
0: Beat it back down? Is that how it works? You just got to beat it back down?
1: Sanchez, you listening to this? <laughs> I think we figured out the artwork for this segment.
0: <laughs> no, it's you losing your shit fighting the old lady for a treat. No, that's going to be the artwork. Come on,
1: Sanchez. No. what's funnier the the whack-a-mole
0: no <laughs> oh
1: man do you even think it wow i never even put that together like the name of that game is literally whack-a-mole
0: but i don't think they're talking about a penis who calls oh, their they penis are. a mole
1: the, yours <laughs> you a, got that mole skin over it's a nub it. you got the mole skin that covers it up <laughs> I'm, I'm it's gonna, blind it
0: comes out with his little squinty eye i'm gonna take this mole skin i'm gonna wrap it around your face you keep talking <laughs> is that what your scarf is <laughs> like, a, like a, this this is stylish this is dripping, bro. Drip. Dripping with style. You're in Florida, asshole. It's cold. <laughs> it's not cold in here. You got these fucking floodlights. This, on. Is, this is for the podcast styling, man.
1: Okay, so comment below. Should, should Kermit wear a scarf or no? Yeah,
0: I'd be rocking this scarf. Oh, shit. The camera's all messed up. Mm-hmm. Rocking this scarf. Dripping.
1: Oh, well. You got anything <sighs> left on your news? No. <laughs>
0: I think we're going to end it on this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, just top it off, uh, come out to the other bar. Uh, December 17th for the annual toy drive over there. Bring a toy. Be a good person. Um, I think consecutively we got more toys every single year we've done this, right? We
0: have raised over a 1,000 toys. Yeah,
1: that's, that's pretty good. And then uh, December 23rd, of course, we're doing the Roast of Santa Claus at yep. the Improv at 6 o'clock. It's and that's early also show. a toy drive. It is a toy drive, which is uh, the day before. I mean, which, that's Those really... toys are going to
0: go to my early he's kids. It's, yeah. <laughs> Dad, how come I got a Barbie? Just be thankful. <laughs> be thankful.
1: Yeah. Because unlike your grandfather, I don't want to push you one way or the other. You <laughs> decide what you want to be.
0: All you know? right. You
1: well, know? do you want to take her clothes off or just do her hair? Which way are we going? Oh, that would yeah. be bad. That, I guess that's how you figure it out. You throw a Barbie at the kid. If he does the hair. <laughs> Maybe, wanna, if he, if he rips the Barbie, off the clothes, yeah. you got more problems ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how to raise children.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one.
1: Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm You're faking, doing all right. I'll I'm faking my way. way through
0: it. It's positive vibes for you, man. You'll get that AGT. Yeah, no, I will. That way I can ride your coattails. Not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Not going to happen. If you make it, we all make it. That's how. Y- that's
1: yeah, how I, I actually stand by that. <laughs> you stand by that?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for Preacher to bring us that. Yeah, don't don't hold your breath.
1: Yeah, no, Preacher was uh, really... I called him before the audition. He gave me some uh, uh, good advice and then uh, called him afterwards. And, you know, yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. It just really comes down to what they need, you know, because you ever notice how the finals are always a perfectly diverse representation of America? You know, you need to have certain people in there. You need to have one of everything. And he's like, they might have... They might have uh, too many white singers or a white dog trainer and decide, nope, we need an ethnic comedian on this round. You know, that's just how it goes.
0: I like how we're playing wrap up music and we're just talking over like the Oscars. Yeah, good. Yeah. At least, yeah, at least
1: we got the chance to talk over Oscar music.
0: Well, there's episode 45. Unlike Kevin Hart <laughs> and <laughs>
1: his homophobic ass. Home- I not want to say that. I don't think he's homophobic. No, not at all. Um, I think he did a joke.
0: Yeah, Episode 45 of the Ligatory Podcast with Kermit and Mike. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Instagram. YouTube. YouTube, all that stuff. Check Mm -hmm. us out. We'll see you around. You want to have a drink? Okay. Baby, it's cold outside?
1: Can't borrow your scarf? You betcha. (laughs) 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 All right, guys.
0: See you later.